Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, is Tell Dell, and uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for you to get to meet another one of our great investors and mentors here. Well, actually, this is just an investor. Um, it's a fine family here out of the... Uh, Gosh, I don't know if you guys live in Austin or San Antonio now because you started in Austin and now you've got a bunch of properties in San Antonio. So we'll let them figure that out. With us today is Luai Abu Amara and uh, Ola Nabuluski. And I'm not going to beat those names up again. I just will throw them out there and uh, for, ask for forgiveness. So welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Yes, hi, Dale. So if you want to pronounce those names correctly, go right ahead. Yes. So my name is uh, Luai Abu Imara, and uh, my lovely wife here, Ola Nabulsi. All right. Well, I apologize that. Uh, those were tough ones for oh, me. Oh, no problem at all. So let's talk about, guys, man, you've done so much. Seven or eight houses, well, actually nine houses, two apartment complexes. You've accomplished so much. Let's go way back. When did you first know you were going to be entrepreneurial? Was that before you were married or right after you got married? Or, by the way, are you even married? Should <laughs> you ask you that first of all? Since yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, we, uh, we are married. We uh, got married in uh, 2006, and uh, we have two lovely daughters, uh, 7 and 10. Um, and, uh, no, you ask a very good question. I, uh, for me... Uh, and we are a family where uh, I'm working. Uh, my wife, Ola, used to work, but uh, when we had the babies, we uh, decided that we're uh, going to become a, a one-income family. And um, th- that came with uh, a couple of challenges. And uh, before that, I, basically, I started my career in 2001. And uh, so... I have five years of career until I got married, and uh, you can tell really quick w- once you have the first baby that uh, the things that you think about in life and uh, how to secure your family, you start having these ideas about, okay, well, I need to secure my family. I want to make sure that we are successful, that we're living comfortably, that we're going to be able to put them in good schools, that... Uh, uh, we can provide for them the, you know, the lifestyle that uh, um, would be comfortable with. So that that in, in itself made made us look at okay, what what, what do we have right now? We have we have a career. My my career in the high tech industry uh, was pretty good, but uh, I didn't feel it was propelling us uh, further in financial freedom as much as we wanted. Uh, there are the 401ks. I started my career in 2001, right in 2002, and the recession hit, and uh, I started seeing 
for our own case dwindle and uh, people that were supposed to go into retirement were not able to go into retirement and they had to work longer. So uh, basically, I, I've seen these things a little bit before getting married, but after we got married and we started having kids, it got amplified uh, multiple fold. And that was in 2006? Uh, so from 2006, yes. So um, okay. we, we started searching basically just like uh, um, I, I was looking into switching jobs uh, and uh, going to things more interesting, more uh, um, where I can prove myself more and, of course, have a better compensation and so forth. But um, in 2009, we stumbled uh, upon uh, a book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and uh from there, it, it kind of opened our eyes on uh, entrepreneurship and investing in real estate in particular. Um, and then we started listening to um, um, radio shows that had a real estate focus. And um, as we were listening on the radio one time, we uh, heard uh, Stephen Davis um, talking about uh, lifestyles. But uh, before then, we were we figured that we are inter interested in real estate. So we were in our own neighborhood, um, and we saw, like after 2008, that um, prices of houses went down, even in Austin. Um, and we were very familiar with our neighborhood. Uh, we were searching throughout Austin for properties, and uh, having not done it before, we were very scared uh, about how to approach it. But um, we figured, well, what would be more in our comfort zone than our own neighborhood? And we were seeing houses selling for um, uh, much lesser prices than what we bought our house for. So we decided to buy one house as an investment. Um, we, we bought it the conventional way, um, a good amount of money out of pocket. Uh, a tenant was in it already, so we inherited the tenant. And uh, basically, when we sold, we um, kind of did the rehab or did the remodeling uh, after the fact. So that was additional money out of pocket uh, to sell the house. So we made a good profit, but it was with a lot of money going into the deal. Um, so that was back in 2010. And then in 2011, we did another house in our neighborhood. Uh, 2013, we decided to join Lifestyle. Now, it's interesting to me what the theory is. You'd already heard about us on the radio, yet you were willing to take a big financial leap forward and buy a rental house without getting some help in between. What was the theory behind that? Why did you want to try it on your own before you went and got help? Uh, maybe that's like the the engineer of me being very skeptical, uh, but when I attended, I I thought that uh, lifestyles was uh, the real deal, um, but I think d driven by the fact that um, uh, we were familiar with our neighborhood and we saw the prices come down significantly, that we felt comfortable with it. Uh, knowing what I know about lifestyles now probably would have taken the leap earlier. Uh, 
but at the time, it just it sounded very easy to do. Uh huh. So, did you uh, have any operational but, challenges uh-huh. when you when you first started up? I mean, obviously, you inherited a tenant, so most of the heavy lifting had been done. Did you run into anything that you weren't prepared for? Uh, well, actually, the, the dealing with the tenants themselves. So, the, the tenants were more on uh, lifestyle terminology, like on the pink side. So they, uh, uh, the, it took it took uh, some finesse on our part to uh, uh, kind of deal deal with the tenant correctly, and uh, uh, so the screening part we did not do any screening until we joined uh, Lifestyle because we inherited our tenant. Um, it it was risky; we could have gone into eviction and so forth. But um, um, at, I mean. Whatever violations and things like that uh, were interesting, but um, we were we were able to manage. Now the uh, because the tenant was there, we were not able to do much remodeling uh, until we uh, uh, until the, we decided to sell the house, and then we got in there, uh, uh, tried to do like new flooring, new appliances, and. Um, cleaning ducts and so forth because the say that again no i didn't say anything it was just my engineer telling us we're going to go to a break here in about 30 seconds so, oh, I see. so you okay. um you did pretty well yeah. in this house though right to sum it all up you've made quite a bit of profit on this yes uh on that house and the following house both of them were in our neighborhood and uh um, after we came out of the uh, recession, they uh, went out in value pretty good. So we remodeled them to kind of match what was selling in the area, and uh, uh, that kind of was helped us into getting more properties later. All right, we're going to go to break now. We'll be right back with Lou Ionola and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. It's easy to see why Personal Real Estate Investor Magazine named Lifestyles Unlimited the best real estate education and mentoring program in the United States. We take you by the hand and teach you how to invest in real estate. We've been doing it for 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won independent, local, state, and national Investor of the Year awards nine of the last nine years. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Del is Louie and Ola, and they are sharing their story. Uh, we've left off with them uh, purchasing their first single-family house uh, on their own in their neighborhood. Felt very comfortable about it because it was within their neighborhood. Then you purchased two of those. Uh, am I correct, Louie? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. All right. So did the second one go out, work as well as the first one? Um, it did. So it was um, um, a big house in the neighborhood, and um, it was getting um, it, it was a foreclosure. And um, uh, basically, we got into an interesting situation that uh, probably everybody in the real estate community will frown 
um, on that. Basically, it was one house that was bought under subprime mortgage, and uh, the uh, interest rate uh, jumped on the uh, current owner uh, unsuspectingly, and uh, uh, he had to foreclose because he couldn't afford it. So he was very interested in staying as a tenant, and um, we uh, interviewed him, basically saw what his income was and um, can he uh, afford the rent that's reasonable in the area. Uh, we found out that uh, he was able to, so we thought we would try keeping him for a little while as a tenant. We wrote a new lease, um, and um, it, it worked out. It worked out for us. So um, uh, basically we kept him until he decided to move to a smaller house, and um, uh, at that point uh, we sold the house. Now, how can a guy afford to pay rent payments? Now, you're making a profit on the guy, I would assume. Did you have positive cash yep. flow? So you're making a profit uh, on we, the guy. We did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did, why couldn't he pay the house payments? Because the uh, – so, I mean, it, it, the rent for him was about 1200 and my understanding with the terms that he signed, he was supposed to pay closer to eighteen to $2,000. So his payments almost doubled on him, and uh, he just couldn't um, uh, afford it anymore. Uh, during that time, things were a little slow, and he was uh, a contractor and, and in construction, and um, um, things were not. Um, things were a little slow for him that he he couldn't afford that huge jump um, in uh, in mortgage. So. And and the rent we charged him was closer to what he used to pay earlier than what the new payments were going to be. Mm-hmm. So he preferred to stay as a tenant and rebuild his um, um, his savings and uh, his credit and so forth as a tenant. Uh, and then he moved on uh, to do better for himself, hopefully with better education about uh, variable interest rates and such. So you come out of 2008 when just about anybody, and I don't mean this in a derogatory manner, but the, the old saying, when the harbor's full, all boats float. And we were buying real estate, you know, yep. 50 cents on the dollar back then, so it's pretty easy to not fail and to be semi-successful, if not very successful during that time. Now we turn the mm-hmm. page, it's 2012, prices have gone back up a little bit, and you've decided that there's some, uh, either because of your own uh, decision or company's decisions, there starts to be some job uh, volatility. Can you share with us what that was like to feel that job volatility? Right. So um, um, I, I, I felt that job volatility very, uh, very early on. I mean, um, I'll get a little bit into detail. Basically, I was in what they call the, uh, uh, the server market. And uh, in, uh, from 2001 to 2000. That was pretty much the dominant um, uh, design work um, here in Austin. And um, closer to 2005, there was an explosion in this uh, mobile industry. And um, uh, so there was a lot of brain drain from the server market. And um, uh, a lot of companies were starting to say, okay, we want to concentrate more on software rather than hardware. So some layoffs started. Um, I sensed that volatility and I moved to the mobile industry, but also a lot of consolidation happened. 
where uh, companies like Apple, like Samsung, they were designing their own hardware and such, and uh, third-party companies were losing people. So I got affected by that. In uh, 2012, I was in a company that was uh, designing chips for uh, companies that make cell phones, and their customer base dwindled, and uh, uh, they started laying off people. Um, and that was when we decided to join Lifestyles Unlimited. Um, basically, I, and I would like to pull Ola in a little bit because, I mean, this is this is a team sport, and uh, um, I would like her to talk a little bit about how I came to her and told her that hey, I went to this uh, free workshop, and I think they are the real deal. What do you think, Ola? Yes. So the day um, I actually uh, went to the one of the case studies in San Antonio, I remember uh, since we lived in Austin and he drove to San Antonio and he attended, he came back home super excited, um, ready to join. He was um, that day, <clears throat> I will never forget uh, how excited he was. And he told me, hey, they sound, you know, real and this is it. We're, we're, we're joining. Um, they have classes. We're going to be attending. It's a membership, and um, let's do it. So I got nervous. I wasn't sure because I was not with him. I was with the kids in Austin, and I told him, "Well, you you went there and um, you saw what what's going on. So do you really trust these people? Do you think this will get us where we want in real estate?" And he said yes. And again, he was hyper. He was excited. He was happy. He had so much energy that night. <laughs> I told him, okay, here's my decision. I support you 100%. Let's do it. And we're in it together. If they're not real, oh well. And if they are, you know, good for us. And uh, we joined. I uh, started going with him to case studies. And every time he went by himself or even together, he would come back home telling me, I want to buy one more house. I want to buy one more house, and we just kept adding houses, you know, over and over every time. And one time I went to David uh, Fisher uh, today uh, class, the one on Saturday and Sunday, where he talks uh, about uh, multifamily. And I remember the next morning I woke up and I told Loi, I want an apartment complex. <laughs> That's when <laughs> from skeptic to convert, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's when he was really happy that, okay, uh, you know, she's she's really with me into this and she's getting that excitement, you know, like he was uh, getting earlier. And, yeah, and we just uh, kept going. All right, guys, we're going to have to take a break here. Here's what I want you to think about for when we first come back. When we come back, I want to talk about the epiphanies, the aha moments at the two-day. What light bulbs went on in your mind at the two-day that, that made it all make sense for you? And uh, you can think about that while we take a break. We'll be right back with Lou I and Ola and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. To the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. 
Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, an investor in thousands of units over the years. Now it's your turn. Del Wamsey has been my mentor for nearly 25 years, and he's taught over 100,000 people just like you the principles of financial freedom through live one-on-one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited and his national radio show. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that changed my life. The workshop gets you on the inside of what we do and what we believe and unlocks the five ways we make money in real estate. Just like your personal trainer, Lifestyles Unlimited will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to register for the workshop that will change your life and let you stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today on Tell Dell, we have Lou Ayanola. And as we went to break, I asked them to prepare to uh, share with us what the aha moments were when they went to the two-day. So, uh, Ola, would you like to go first? What was it that really, uh, you know, turned that light bulb on for you and, and made it all make sense? Yeah, so every time we've uh, been to case studies, uh, it always sounded in lifestyle that uh, the goal always should be to move into multifamily at the end. Uh, basically, depending on how much uh, equity we have to start, uh, to basically go into single family first to make enough money to be able to move uh, to multifamily. And uh, so it was my first time actually attending the two-day class with uh, David Fisher. And that's when it all made sense, uh, when he talked more into details and numbers and, um, you know, how you uh, actually will be making a lot more uh, from multifamily. And um, basically, we were not ready yet uh, back then. So it it just gave me a boost of, okay, let's, you know, make more uh, from uh, single family. Let's get to our goal, or Lui's goal was uh, to have 10 houses before we move and uh yeah it just uh it all made sense honestly it's uh i i tell people you have you have to go to case studies you have to attend the classes to get the feel um through you know through like-minded people uh and lifestyles so so what was what was the light bulb for you um you know you've got a lot of different things that go on there in two days which ones really stuck with you yeah i uh, the funny thing, as I start thinking about uh, what what epiphanies I had, I was like, where do I start? So, just um, looking at the basics, uh, you can talk about the five ways you do you make money in real estate. Um, that uh, that by itself is just is a basic uh, piece of information. But uh, me having invested in one or two houses, maybe I was not um, my thought process was not encompassing all of them and realizing how strong this investment vehicle was. So that was an, uh, a confirmation and uh, an aha moment that, okay, what we're doing is right. Let's propel forward. And um, as Ola said, basically the goal of uh, going into uh, multifamily, um, it's amazing how the economy of scale works with uh, multifamily. 
learning around, uh, learning about uh, recourse and non-recourse loans. Uh, that's something that uh, didn't even cross our minds before or didn't know about. Um, and even in uh, single family, I mean, we bought one or two houses, but they were the conventional way. And um, um, learning about uh, hard money lending, uh, making your uh, uh, money going into the deal, uh, factoring in all the rehab work, um, all the uh, origination fees and so forth, and all the loan and um, um, uh, survey and appraisal and so forth on the on the uh, hard money lending, on the uh, conventional lending that you're going to refi- refinance into later, and then realizing how much less money out of pocket goes into the deal that way versus if you do something the conventional way. So. All these coupled together were uh, reaffirming, reassuring facts uh, that been tried and uh, people had massive success with them that we realized that if we use these tools, we'll be successful ourselves. So there are a lot, a lot of things that we learned in the two-day seminar that uh, um, help us affirm these beliefs. When you came out of the blocks run and did seven more houses, which gave you a total of nine, but in 2015, you decided to take the jump, sell your houses in Austin and move to multifamily. You did your first one, which was a 16 unit. Tell us about that, that thought process. What was it that clicked that said, you know, Luai, Ola, this is the time. Let's do this. It's time to do it. Right. So, uh, and this goes to sitting down with the mentors and uh, having regular communication and um, sitting down with them and uh, basically have checkpoints where you say, okay, I am here right now. This is how much I have. This is well, this is what I'm thinking about selling. This is what I'm thinking about keeping. This is how much I'm getting uh, each month. Um, and we looked at the value of the two houses we had in Austin. We have owned them for uh, close to uh, uh, three or four years, respectively. And um, basically the value that we were going to get out of them, we, we would it would enable us to uh, become leads on a small apartment complex. So the question, and uh, the question was, do we want to start with something small or do we want to go big? If we wanted to go big, we would have needed to wait to accumulate, accumulate more equity. But, you know, we thought that we would like to try something new, something different, and something that actually is uh, within, on the road to the big goal at the end, which is owning uh, larger and larger uh, multifamily properties. So, obviously, it's a 16 unit. We had to manage it ourselves. So that got, gave us a good introduction into uh, dealing with uh, apartments in general, the Texas Apartment Association leases, uh, screening, and um, uh, scope of works for apartment complexes, uh, going through the lending process. Um, it, it was a really good experience uh, dealing with tenants and having contractors fix their problems um, on a, on a smaller scale, of course, that's only 16 units. Yeah, but the 16 units led you to further, and um, I don't know if, if you want to share with us what it was that made you just a year, year and a half later 
decide to go ahead and buy a, a much larger one, a 68 unit. Was there something life changing that said, OK, now it's time I got to move out of here and get this done or not? What, what, what ta- prompted you to go right from 16 to 68 in only a year or so? There were a couple of uh, factors going into this. Um, the the first one was that uh, we had seven houses in San Antonio, and um, you know one of the re- one of the uh, or the third mantra and lifestyle that you cannot get rich slow. And uh, by then we have owned those properties for um, uh, close to uh, um, two to three years, and. Um, it was time for uh, for them to be sold. I mean, we couldn't stay comfortable with uh, uh, sitting on the equity, not doing anything. Um, so it's all was about getting out of the comfort zone and basically figuring out, okay, when we sell, um, if we sell three houses uh, that uh, were looking like either tenants were going to move out or. Um, something like that. Basically, we decided that we're not going to try to lease it again. We'll put it on the market. So three of the houses basically were sold like that. And with the equity we accumulated, we decided that, okay, this is a good budget that can go into a 68 unit. So um, uh, what affirmed that decision was um, in uh, uh, 2000. Uh, uh, in in uh, in 2014, I uh, lost my job in one company, and I was moving to a different company. Uh, I was not ready to basically just call it quits and concentrate on real estate full time. I um, I still have uh, that love for engineering and. Uh, um, and I felt that I was not ready to take that leap yet. I wanted to do it on my terms. Uh, but still, when you go through one of those experiences, a layoff, um, it, it shakes you and, and forces you to think, what are you doing for your future? Are you moving fast enough? And uh, that was a, a reaffirming uh, belief that I had to deal with. So that propelled us into getting the 68 unit. You know, I used to say to myself all the time, Luai, uh, was one of my mantras I live by. You could be you could be running down the right track to get where you want, but get run down from behind by a train for going too slow. And that kind of stuff happens sometimes, right? All right, we're going to take a short break here. When we come back, uh, let's pull out your financials. Let's talk about the kind of money you're making with these properties, uh, where you're going in the future with this. Um, you know, do we see the light at the end of the tunnel maybe for uh, your retirement, or is that something we're going to put off for a few more deals, or how do you see that? So we'll take a short break, come back and finish this story up uh, with a little financial information. We'll be right back with Lou Ayanola and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. To the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. 
What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow, for the next couple of days, for a week, a couple of months, a year? How long until you'd lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedPodcast.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedPodcast.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the last segment of the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me is Louie, Louie, or Louie, and Ola. And um, what we want to talk about now, guys, is... um, the financial end of it. What kind of money are you making off these properties? I know you made some prop- profits on the houses you sold, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. And you rolled those back and, into the uh, apartment. So, yeah. Let's talk um, about the cash flow you have it, right now. Yeah. So the the um, uh, the, the cash flow, I've basically sat down and uh, calculated where we are right now. So with with the with the houses with the 16 units and with the 68 units once it's stabilized uh that will easily replace uh two-thirds of my income and so uh we are pretty close to replacing uh my income probably with one more deal uh we will be there so you should have a good ability to save since you you know you have your earned income which you've been living on the whole time. But now all this excess income just must be building up, right? That is correct. That is correct. And uh, uh, we we were li- living uh, hands-off that, um, uh, that income for a good while, saving it for uh, the next deal and such. But uh, also with the uh, extra income, you were able to uh, take a vacation once a year where we go like somewhere nice and uh, uh, treat ourselves to nice new experiences in life um, and our kids. Um, and um, basically still have the uh, goal in sight to um, uh, accomplish what we need to accomplish. Well, I have two more questions left for you. And I'm going to see which order I'm going to put them in. Let's put them in this order. Um, the first question is be, what does the future look like for you? What's your goals, your plans? And then the second question is, what about your friends and family? Do they think you're crazy? Uh, or, or do they all understand what you're doing? Right. So <clears throat> let me let me take the second question first. So uh, friends and family, there are the skeptics. There are the people that think that um, uh, what we're doing is uh, very risky and um, not even you know, willing to entertain the idea of even discussing it because it's crazy and it's risky and uh, you'll lose your money doing it. Um, We also have friends that, um, you you know, you have to understand we are type B, but once we are excited about something, we turn into uh, hawkish A. So (laughs) that's where we are right now about uh, lifestyles and about real estate investing. So uh, when we feel comfortable talking to people about real estate, we cannot shut our mouth. And uh, uh, actually, that's how uh, we got some new members joining uh, Lifestyles. And um, 
they're happy about it, and they're basically, as they were coming in themselves, they're asking like, well, what is what's in it for you that you are telling us all this stuff? I was like, nothing. It's just that we tried this vehicle and uh, it works. It's solid. It's um, um, and. Uh, you get out of it what you put into it. I mean, if you want to be successful and you have goals uh, about financial freedom and you'd like to use real estate to achieve these goals, um, lifestyle will definitely show you the way. So um, some people basically join just uh, by word of mouth like that. So what's the future for you guys? We definitely so right now we we just closed on the 68 unit in uh, November and uh, it's uh, it's an interesting property it's in a very good shape but uh, it was not well managed um, we have 14 units out of the 68 that are vacant right now so basically just uh, going through a little bit of remodeling make readies and uh, renting them out. Um, Ola was very pivotal in um, um, hiring the uh, property manager and keeping tabs on all the units and what's happening in them. And um, uh, the future is basically the, the short the short term future. Stabilize this property uh, that might take um, uh, about eighteen months, and then after that, just uh, look into the next uh, apartment complex. And hopefully we go bigger, uh, something uh, 150 units or more. Um, and um, then after that, we um, see where we are in life and um, uh, what would be the next uh, milestone. So uh, what is your age now, Louis? Uh, what's your question again? How old are you? Oh, I, I am 37. So you're 37, and you're three-quarters of the way towards having your income replaced. That's a good position to be. And uh, right. the wife hasn't worked. She's she stay-at-home mom. Run some of the, is she running the real estate for you? Um, yes. Yeah, Ola, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So uh, with this uh, second deal that we got, the apartment complex, the 68, that's when I... Uh, basically got a lot more involved than before and uh, basically I was interviewing people to hire a property manager for our property. I've been uh, going back and forth to San Antonio and uh, so basically I'm you know, more in uh, with this deal now and uh, like you said our goal is to basically uh, stabilize this one and move to the next one. Alright, well I appreciate you guys coming on. I really do, and uh, appreciate you sharing your stories with us and look forward to getting this one under control and um, stabilized and moving on to the next deal. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Dan. Thank you so Thank much. You for, for the rest of you out there, remember this. This family, myself, and everybody else at Lifestyles, it's not just some more money. It's a lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening.
to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.